goodness! Justin Jefferson pulled it in! Looking for A.J. Brown. He's got it! Touchdown! In trouble, T.J. Watts. I am just, like, stoked about this Lions team. Debo Samuel! There he goes! Foot on the gas! All the way! Two MVP seasons. Not overreacting, but it might be happening. Caught in the end zone! <laughs> Keenan Allen! There he gets it! It is Parsons! I love the upside, the athleticism. Alright, what is going on everybody? Week 9 of the NFL season is in the books. We are here today reacting to all the games from week 9. What's going on Tom? What's going on Dom? How are we doing? Guys? What a week, man. What a week. We started off the week with a bang with maybe the best five and three team in football picking up a dub. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, we'll segue right into like just the first game of the week. We'll briefly touch Thursday Night Football. It just feels like it was forever ago where the Steelers beat the Titans 20-16. to Not a pretty game by any means. I think, honestly, the biggest storyline coming out of this game was like, well, Levis actually looked pretty good. Short rest against a good defense. He actually looked solid. And I think the Titans may have found possibly their guy, at least for the remaining of the season. What would you guys get out of this game? On Thursday. Uh, Jalen Warren should be the side of running back. <laughs> we, we've known that since like week four, too, at this point. Um, yeah, I, I think well, Levis looked okay. Um, definitely not as good as last week, but you're not really going to look much better than last week. Uh, but I think overall, like you said, they definitely have their guy for the rest of the year. And when they start the rebuild, we'll see uh, how he falls into the into the uh, equation. Yeah, they already, they already announced Levis is starting this week, and they kind of made it seem like it's going to just continue that way. So it does does seem like he's the guy from here on out and for the Steelers I mean George Pickens what, what are we feeling about him because like that one touchdown like bro just get your foot down like this is what is this now mm -hmm. two straight games where he's kind of been quiet or two out of three he's been quiet I feel like mm -hmm. uh yeah definitely two out of three I think it might be back to back but I mean we kind of knew Deontay was his, was the volume guy in this offense like what do you have like 10 targets I think nine targets seven for 90 and a touchdown and the, and the game winning touchdown so Deontay's back, which is yeah. dope, as someone who traded him for Tyler Lockett in the PPR league <laughs> a few go. weeks ago. I mean, like, Deontay's definitely the best receiver on this team, and I think, like, we all kind of knew that, and obviously he was injured, but it's just, like, this team's passing offense isn't great, so I don't I don't know how many weeks where we're going to get multiple receivers having good weeks. Like, it might just be a Pickens game here, a Deontay game there, just kind of going back and forth, because it seems like this offense will not be able to get rolling at all whatsoever. I mean, the Steelers will play the Packers this week, so maybe... At home, they'll be able to get something going. I'll sure. be in attendance, so maybe we'll get some good luck there. But, yeah, uh, not looking – I mean, like, the Steelers' offense doesn't look great. Defense got the win. Pretty much been the story the whole season. They are 5-3 and three on the year. I feel like the Titans, like, best thing for them would just to be – Levis looks great in every game, but they end up losing, so they can really get, like, a top pick and then maybe get, like, a King's Ransom for a team that wants to trade up for, like, a Drake May or something. And then you can draft an O-lineman or another receiver or something like that for Will Levis and really go from there. I feel like that could be the best-case scenario for them. The only problem with yeah, hopefully the Giants do that because the Giants. <laughs> the only problem with that is then you start to enter like Justin Fields territory, where yeah, it's like, true. all right, we we found our future guy, but we also have a top pick right now, so maybe he's not our guy, but we're gonna pretend he is the guy and possibly mess up this draft and have to draft our guy next year as well. So like, it's just it's one of those things where like it sounds good, but also might not be good true like the opposite of that was i guess when like the cardinals drafted kyler traded josh rosen but rosen did not look good in his rookie year so like it would be a different kind of 
like way if Levis looks good in his rookie year, like they could definitely get a first round pick for him at the end of the year if he looked good. Oh yeah, um, probably yeah. Nice return so, on investment. Yeah, honestly, since you drafted him in the second round, so that was a, a nice win for the Steelers. Titans, honestly, I think like Levis looked good for w- what it was for the week, um, and uh, they're they dropped to three and five going forward. We had arguably the game of the week on paper. It was still a solid game, um, but the Chiefs ended up winning twenty one to fourteen against the Dolphins. Maybe it wasn't a perfect game by any means, but um, it, it was at least close, at least in the second half, where the Dolphins kind of started calling back. But yeah, not a lot of offense in this game with Tua and Mahomes throwing sub two hundred yards. Uh, this was a game we previewed. Um, also, we all picked the Steelers to beat the Titans Thursday night, so we can uh, go uh, take a victory lap there. Me, um, did we? I, okay, actually, yeah, we all took the. I think we, we I think all, we took were all the Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, we all did. Oh, last week you picked. Yeah, the Steelers, for the Titans. Too, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the Jaguars game. You guys picked the Steelers to win. I took them to lose. I actually took the Dolphins in this game. <laughs> you guys both took the Chiefs. So I'm already. I, this was a rough week for me. Um, when it came to our preview, we'll get into a couple games later on. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs won 21-14. Tom, what'd you think about this game? Uh, like, honestly, before you go in, just like the Chiefs offensive, like, um, allocation to their receivers just makes me want to throw up every time I look at it. Just want to Yeah, you sent that screenshot and I, it was like one, re- one reception for like eight different yeah. guys. Um, I'm a Dolphins fan now after the last couple weeks. So tough loss for my new team, but we'll get back next week. As, as someone that is a double to a owner and a Kelsey owner and a Waddle owner. This game stunk. I hated this game so much. Um, it was just not how I wanted to start my Sunday. But, I mean, this was a tale of, like, two halves. Like, the first half, Chiefs offense was kind of cooking. Dolphins couldn't do a thing. Like, the Chiefs didn't score a single point in the second half and won this game. So, like, the Chiefs defense might actually really be legit. We kept talking about, oh, the defense yeah. looks better than we think. But, like, they really proved to hear that. Mahomes didn't score a single point, and the defense kept them in the game, which is pretty impressive in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. There was sure. like the weird model play that ended up in a Chiefs defensive touchdown, which was pretty oh, sick. Oh, oh, Tom, you were a big fan of that. I'm glad you brought that up because I texted right when that happened, just going "Wow, OMG!" And you're like, "Oh, what, what, what I miss?" I send the clip, and you're like, "Not that impressive." And I was like, "Whoa, like really? Not that Honestly, impressive?" Honestly, laterals don't get me going. I thought it was gonna be some like crazy offensive like play from the Dolphins, he, like in a motion set, but no, it was just a lateral. Rips the ball out of Tyreek. I'm a big fan of laterals. I mean, so he, to be fair, I I enjoyed the lateral play. He ripped the ball out of Tyreek's hands, starts running with it, is about to get tackled, laterals it backwards, then this other guy runs 60 yards for the touchdown. I don't. I don't know what else he's gonna do for you then. And he had wheels too. I've never seen like he just he was so much faster than everybody else in the, in the on the field. It seemed. Yeah, I don't know. Laterals maybe just don't move it for me. I don't know. Uh, but it was cool nonetheless. And the Chiefs win to go to seven to two. Dolphins fall to six and three. They just can't seem to play well outside of Miami. Uh, hopefully, uh, well, I think they have a bye this week, right? Yeah. And then they got the Raiders uh, the following week. So um, a really entertaining game uh, was Falcons Vikings where. The this game went back and forth. I know this was a bad beat for Dom betting wise this weekend. Yep. Um, the Josh Dobbs game basically, uh, Jaron Hall gets hurt. He comes in, learns basically the playbook on the spot, and led a game winning drive against the Falcons on the road to honestly like advance the Vikings to five and four. Um, so like they definitely have life to make the playoffs for sure, and, and they're like kind of controlling their own destiny in the driver's seat for at least a wild card spot. And yeah, the Falcons lose this game. They dropped to four and five. This game was kind of a head case on so many scenarios, but it was a good game nonetheless. Dom, what were your thoughts like towards the end of the game here? Well, I'll start with my thoughts at the beginning of the game. So if you follow our Twitter, at Triple Option YT, I sent a tweet out saying the Josh Dobbs experiment should have ended two weeks ago. And um, that was right after he fumbled, and it looked like the Falcons were going to run away with it. 
And then Josh Dobbs became the most elite quarterback to ever play in the NFL at scrambles down the <laughs> sideline. I've never seen a guy get out of the pocket and run down the sideline 30 yards better than Josh Dobbs. It's insane. Um, like you said, like he literally didn't know anyone on the team. And he said in interviews after the game, he didn't know players' names. And Kevin O'Connell had to call the play to him and then explain the play to him. So I don't know how he can just do that in five days' notice and get the win against a pretty pretty solid Falcons defense throughout the year and it just I don't know how the Vikings pulled this one out this is one of those games where Vikings fans are probably like oh here we go again and somehow somehow they won I don't really I don't know what went wrong for the Falcons but I I might be missing Desmond Ritter Heineke made one bad interception that Ritter would not have made he would have waited till they were within the five yard line to do that so I don't know I don't know. It's still Heineke's job, but if they lose again this week, maybe Ritter, Ritter got to come back. Maybe Arthur, Arthur Smith did have some very good insight, though. He said uh, Bijan's play away from the ball really helps open things up for the Falcons. So it's good to see that he intentionally is using his eighth overall pick as a deep. I hate so him. His fantasy owners. Won't I hate Arthur him. Smith so much. I, I like the. Lo- I understand the logic though, because like. If he can't do other things besides run the ball, it does limit your offense. But at some point, you do just have to like throw him out there and say, figure it out. So I can see both sides yeah, of it. Yeah, like let it rip. I, but how, how do you draft somebody eighth <laughs> overall with like a running back eighth overall that can't do everything? Like Jameer Gibbs is pl- is do- doing better than Bijan is at being an all-around offensive weapon. Well, that's because Monty was hurt. Once Monty comes back, Gibbs is riding the bench because that's what they love to do. No, but I'm no, but I'm saying if I say if they both get the same amount of touches, oh, okay, okay. I think it'd be more of a it, it would be more of a mix that what Gibbs does than would be Bijan. You know, he might get more yards, whatever it may be. But like in terms of, in terms of versatility, I think Gibbs, although he might not get more rushing yards, he would be able to open the playbook up more. Basically, what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I I could see that. I think I saw one stat where I'm pretty sure it was on the with on the season like rushes within like the five yard line. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but yeah, is it it was Bijan has one carry inside the five? Is that what it was? And the Falcons like thirtieth yeah. in efficiency. Yeah, like it just I think uh, John Smith I think has more rushes. Dude, I think the they five. had first. Yeah, it was first and goal on the one, and they did like two design plays to Johnny Smith and two design plays to Tyler Algier. It's just so frustrating because I'm a Bijan fantasy owner, so like I look at this a different way. But I think like honestly, just an NFL fan, like he was the most exciting non-quarterback prospect into this draft, and he's just been abysmal um, just to watch because of the way Arthur Smith constructs this offensive scheme. So yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, it's not it's not fun to watch. Uh, it is sad though that Cam Akers did tear his Achilles for the second time in his career. So I feel like his career should have went in like so much of a better way. I feel like he just got hurt a ton, and like last year was such a weird start for him in LA. Um, so he's gonna be out all of this year. I mean, like he did come back in like record pace from the first Achilles tear. So maybe we'll see him next year at the start of the season. Um, it's possible, but yeah. I mean, this is his second. I don't, one. Know, if, I don't know if he's gonna be on. A yeah, team that, or that's another like, thing. <laughs> yeah, like he's not that good, and he's got two Achilles tears now. So it's like. Do you really want to give him a roster spot? He might get a tryout for somebody. Or he might. I think he. I think whatever team he gets, is it signed by? I guess because um, he got traded. So I'm not sure his contract situation. I think he's. I don't think he's going to be on a roster to start the season. Is what I'm saying. Like I think he's going to get cut during training camp. He might get picked up by somebody else, but I think training camp, um, he winds up not on the team that he's on. Yeah. With. 
So we'll we'll see what happens with him kind of going into next year. The Vikings, like I said, advance at five and four. The Falcons are now four and five. A not as entertaining game was between the Cleveland Browns destroying the Arizona Cardinals, twenty-seven nothing. Cardinals fell to one and eight. Uh, the Browns advanced to five and three. Deshaun Watson was back for this game. Offense still didn't look like amazing in this game because the defense really got a lot done. But you know what? They still look solid at sometimes. And uh, this was Watson's first game coming back as well. Uh, Dom, are we fully on just like, who cares anymore? Let's just see Kyler next week. Like, get, I never want to see Clayton Toon again. Oh, yeah. I mean, Clayton Toon was never... He, this was a bad situation for him. Having to play your first career start at Cleveland against his defense. I mean, what the what did the Cardinals have this game? Like, 70 total yards? Like, that is just... That's yeah. ridiculous to even think about. 70 total yards in an entire NFL game. They had, they had 99 total at the end of it. Yeah, so that's... That's I don't think fifty eight passing forty one rush, <laughs> and I think it, once you add sacks, I think it lowers it down to like seventy something as well. Forty one yards in sacks. Yeah, so like it was not a good game at all. I mean, yeah, shout out to the oh shout out to the defense though. Like Jerome Ford did not he ran the ball twenty times for forty four yards. That's really not impressive. Cardinals zero zero after the first quarter. Great first half team yeah. fell apart in the second quarter, but that doesn't matter. And yeah, Clay. I mean, I guess shout out the defense. I mean, they love 27 points, but... Still, I mean, is the um, Cardinals' defense supposed to be good, though? They held the opposing running back to 2.2 yards per carry, or... Yeah. I guess you're right. Um, yeah. I mean, and I guess they um, definitely were on the field for a lot, lot longer than they should have been. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, what was their uh, time possession? And Kyler's coming back. That's all that matters. I'm ready. I'm ready for all the memes, because I'm pretty sure Cod does come out this Cod, week. Yes. So I- I'm mentally preparing just to see that everywhere, and I'm. I do I think like those are like old now. Like we gotta get past those. Yeah, I'm it's so sick of them. I hate them because at the end of the day, like I think Tyler's still top 15 quarterback, easy, and half the teams in the league would love to have that. So I think it's just annoying 100%. at this point. But looking forward to it. They play the Falcons this week, which is um, conflict of interest for me. So we'll have to see how that goes. <laughs> and it's a it's like 100% confirmed Kyler's back, he, right? They already activated him to the 53-man, so yeah, it's his job. Yeah. All right, let's go. Kyler's back. Um, So, yeah, the Cardinals are 1-8, and eight, and the Browns are now 5-3. and three. So we'll go to a game. We pretty much said Boozer leaves town uh, between the Packers and the Rams. The Packers end up winning at home. I mean, just watching Brett Ripien was not fun. He did get released today, and the Rams did sign Carson <laughs> so, Wentz so, so funny. Uh, as the backup. But I think Stafford will be back after their bye next week. Jordan Love, like, still on. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. This Packers offense still doesn't look great. Like, obviously, their defense played well. Uh, Cooper Cup really did. I mean, like, this whole Rams offense really didn't do much in this game but yeah Tom's preseason pick or just like high quarterback Jordan Love you know 20 for 26 the Packers get a win season stays alive what do we think here Tom I mean season does stay alive and I think my thing in the beginning I think I said there's a better chance the Packers come in second and they come in last and I I mean listen I'm all for the Vikings the Vikings are super fun I love um how Josh Jobs came in so I want the Vikings to get second place which would kind of put it as long as the Packers come in third would then just make my point like just washed out. But I think that there is a better chance that they that they get uh, they pass the Vikings oh, no. and they get passed by the Bears. You're still delusional. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like? You're, but you're saying there's a better chance they come in last than second. No, no, no. At this at this point, the Bears are in last. That's that's done. That's yes. given in my. So that means I'm not wrong. So no, I, I do that's, think you. That's you, fair. Uh, that's fair. You're not. They're only a game ahead of the Bears. At the very least, it's a. Watch. They're a game ahead Ooh. of the Bears. They're two games back of the Vikings. And the Bears did beat. No, the Packers destroyed them week one. That's what it was. Yeah. I don't know. So Justin Fields revenge game. You never know. Yeah, you never know. All right. Well, Tyson Badger. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this like week thirteen <laughs> and see where it's at. Either way, 
they kind of stink no matter where they finish. Oh, they stink. <laughs> but they all stink. That, yes, that's true. I and the Vikings, but I thought I thought the uh what I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be Vikings at win division. Agreed. That's what I thought in the beginning of the year. And then I thought the Lions going to come in second. And the Packers were probably going to come in third. And I said, okay, I could see them passing the Lions more than I could see them being worse than the Bears. That was my thought process, which we shall see. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, before we move on from this game, Tom, I know you're also a Cooper Cup owner. What are we What are we feeling about him? Because he's been letting me down. Now they're on a bye week. Stafford's hopefully coming back. Like, what's what are we doing with him? Yeah. Panic button. Okay. Um, kind of. Hey. So I got running backs. I. <laughs> So, I'm not doing this with you again. Um, so, the thing with Cooper Cup is when Stafford comes back, I don't think McVay's not one to roll over. So, I think they're still going to try and get him his targets. And his receptions, like, he's, like, I guess Puka's still really good, obviously. But I think um, Cooper Cup is the focal point. And he's not going to be that 2021 or 2022 player before the injury. I think he's going to be a mid to back to your wide receiver one probably like like the 10th best wide receiver week to week which is fine just i would have wished i would have drafted stefan diggs instead of him in the beginning of the year probably would be a better spot right now but you live and you learn so if i offered you right now javante williams for puka nakuya would you say no that's what i offered you a couple weeks ago and you laughed at me because it was laughable offense well that's when his value like now maybe i don't think i would do that trade so you, you should have did it when you can. I'm debating it. I, I, I am. I am debating. I don't know it. if I would do that trade from either side, to be honest. <laughs> nah, Javante Williams is on well, the to way. To be up. fair, I have I have Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, and league winner Rashad White. So I'm not sure I'd even start Javante sure. Williams. Rashad White has been killing it. Um, we'll hop into the next game. Pat's uh, Commanders, where Mac Jones threw an interception at the end of the game, it was not his fault to lose the game. This was Tom's upset pick of the week, so we did hit that. Um, the Commanders, I believe, were three point underdogs or two and a half point underdogs, um, and they ended up winning uh, twenty to seventeen on the road. Sam Howell looked very good in this game. Um, it just—I feel like it's also a lock every week that Brian Robinson just scores a touchdown and will have under four yards per carry. It just does not seem like he gets anything done between like yards, like or the. Like, just first 90 yards of the field, but just the last time he finds the end zone. Ramondre Stevenson, like, I don't know why they didn't give him the ball too much. Um, and they threw the ball 44 times because Ramondre Stevenson looks solid. He obviously had that one big run. And this passing game for the Pats just still isn't all that good. Um, I know it's such situ- a situational at times. I don't, Dom, we didn't uh, eliminate the commanders from the playoffs yet, right? Not yet. We, we talked okay. about possibly doing them, but we said they would probably win this game. So it wasn't. Cool. wasn't and we've, d- we've done the Pats too, right? Yeah, the Pats. This- Right. Two and seven, I mean, they're one. cooked. We could have crossed them off week one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you guys have any like kind of thoughts about this game or, or these two teams at all? I think Antonio Gibson is kind of on the come up again. Um, second game in a row where he had uh, five targets and five receptions. Brian Robinson lost a fumble. And uh, Gibson, although he only had six carries, he did average about two, almost two and a, two and a half yards more than Brian Robinson. So we could see Gibson carving out a little role for himself in this offense when you thought he was pretty much done because Rodriguez didn't touch the ball today, um, last week. So that, again, put some touches back on the board for both the other two Mm -hmm. guys. It's honestly hysterical that Brian Robinson had 18 carries and the longest one went for nine yards. Like they just, there's just no yeah. efficiency there whatsoever. And Matt mentioned, no, he's not efficient at all. all. It's just kind of, I was, uh, I was a drafter of him last year as a rookie and I was victory lapping when he had. 14 points because he got 27 carries and speaking of um tom mentioned antonio gibson on the come up juju smith schuster played pretty well this game he had one he did he had one sick cash to uh either get a first down or keep a drive alive something like that 
And I mean, maybe now without um, Kendrick Bourne got hurt, and who else am I forgetting? Um, Demario Douglas. Yeah, and Demario Douglas was good as well. So I think like it's kind of a gross wide receiver one and two, but it looks like that's who they're rolling with. Oh, Jalen Rager also yeah. got way too many snaps. He he had Welcome like back. two. He had uh, you know he had six targets for one catch. I think he had two or three drops on those targets. Like it just was not good for him. So I don't know. Surprised he's still in the oh. league though. Yeah. Speaking of still in the league and welcome back, the Cowboys say Martavis Bryant today. Yeah. Yeah. That, Crazy. I don't think something. he's played since what, 2018? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was behind Geronimo Allison in an XFL death chart last <laughs> I checked. He's 31. I, I don't think he's going to have much of a, like an impact. But honestly, he's got to be better than what Michael Gallup has been this year. Michael Gallup has been like Gallup's very bad. useless at this Cowboys team. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, I guess we'll see if that kind of comes to anything. So, um, we'll talk about the saints beating the Chicago bears at home. I feel like this game was way too close than it needed to be at some times. And the saints really kind of pulled away towards the end of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Uh, they won 24, 17, they events a five and four on the season. And they are now the one spot, um, the division leader of the NFC South. So Tom is looking good with his preseason pick and yeah, um, this game, wasn't pretty at times. I mean, I feel like this is what we're going to get out of Derek Carr this year, just maybe not as efficient. Um, and like the running game, like Taysom Hill, leading rusher, 11 carries. Like, what are we doing? Kamara had nine carries. Kamara's just basically a receiver at this point and just sometimes thrown there in the backfield. I don't really know what to think about the Saints team going forward. I I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to win the division. But boy, I don't think they're going to make it out of the wildcard weekend at all. No, no, definitely not. I think because they're going to wind up against... Dallas or Seattle slash San probably Fran. yeah no shot yeah they they could beat Seattle because Seattle we'll get to them that's next. true <laughs> um I guess it, yeah but, true and they'll be at home in New Orleans and it's a good crowd yeah and like yeah just they could pull that off just for this game though like the Saints forced five turnovers and won the game by seven like Matt mentioned how close it was I think this is one of those games for the Bears where it's a loss but maybe counted as a win for you guys because you had five turnovers and only lost by seven like that's that's not great. If you're a Saints fan, yes, it's a win, but I would not be too impressed with it. Um, yeah. And you mentioned Taysom Hill. I think he's the he's either the first player or the first player in like an insanely long time to have ten passing touchdowns, ten rushing touchdowns, ten receiving touchdowns uh, in his career. So I don't know if he's still he's still doing it. They've been talking about him for years now, and he's still still the gadget guy he is. It's unbelievable how much they love him. Um, but yeah, big one for the Saints. Uh, Bears fall to 2-7. and seven. Hopefully we do see Justin Fields back sooner than later. I don't know if he's going to play. Are they going to buy this week? Or no, they're playing the Panthers. Oh no, they got the Panthers Thursday night, so I doubt Fields is going to play. Gross. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, not not really an exciting game. I guess for the Bears, do they want to they wanna win this game even more, I guess? Like have that Panthers pick drop? Theoretically, I guess it's also like a win-win because then they're gonna lose. Like, no, but, but, but you want to beat the Panthers because then they would because then they would instead of have they would keep one of their picks at one win. If they lose, they would both go to two wins, and then they could both wind up like with like the third and the fourth pick. If you beat the Panthers, a good chance you get the first pick with that Panthers yeah. pick. Yeah, like I, I saw Big Cat talking about it. He wants the Bears to win, but again, like these teams aren't beating anybody else like if you can if you can guarantee the bears stay at two wins instead of three i would take maybe both of those them i don't know it's gonna probably work out in the end but i feel like you're better off with two teams at two wins instead of one at three and one at one just because i don't know who this panthers team will beat i guess maybe you're right yeah. but the thing is um 
it's like there's still so much season left. Like you don't really know. That's like true. you don't know who's going to get injured. Like you might be like you. It might be like a weird injury where like the other team's quarterback gets hurt and like like the Giants, yeah, in practice on a Thursday. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I don't know because yeah, like the the Cardinals are one and eight. You would think they'd be a little bit better with Kyler, and then like they're really just competing with like New England, possibly Tennessee if it comes and down to it. The Giants, yeah. So yeah. The Giants, they signed Jacob Eason oh, today, nice. so they are probably not winning again. Uh, are you happy Tommy? they signed Eason over like Carson Wentz? They already have Matt Barkley, so we have we have a, a, a really, really, really crazy QB uh, battle between Tommy DeVito, Matt Barkley, and Jacob Eason. I'm on the edge of my seat. Who's going to win yeah, it? So. That's going to be a fun rest of the year as a Giants fan. Um, we'll get to that game. I, I'll have a, like a question for you, Tom. More like a mini rant, um, but we'll get into that game in a little bit. Um, so we had uh, another game that we previewed, the Seattle Seahawks getting smacked by the Baltimore Ravens. Tom, I know you were kind of uh, hating on my picks. Do you, I think, drop a couple points for picking the Seahawks in this one and then your team <laughs> loses by 34? I think that's got to count for something. It's got to count for negative points. Nah, a loss is a loss. That's <laughs> it. I, I had a good week. You I, did. I had you had the week best week. week. Um, you, you went 5-1. and one, Dom went 4-2. and two, I went 3-3. Three and three. Who... Who did I go four and two with? I went six. Uh, you and one took upset you pick. took the Jets and yeah, that was it. You also took the um... did you upset pick one? No. Oh, oh you kind maybe... of upsets in there? No, no, no. Oh, maybe I counted it wrong. Maybe I, I went perfect. Counted, I, I, went, I went one, four two. and one in our preview. Five and one. Oh, because well, we, okay. we did the Steelers. We did the Steelers yeah. too at the end. So yeah, I went five and one. But Tom okay, hit his upset, enough. so he gets the tiebreak. True. True. Damn, you went five and one as well. Well, I really shit the bed going. Yeah. Three and three. I needed the Jets to pull out for the clean sweep. I was, I was ready to, sick. I was ready to dance on everybody, but that didn't happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, this game was an absolute blood. I was like, why is this spread six and a half or five and a half? I was like, I feel like it should be a lot closer. I know it's in Baltimore, but yeah, the spread should have been minus thirty. Uh, the Ravens go to seven and two. The Seahawks drop to five and three. I guess are we saying that the Ravens are they the best team in the AFC? I think we or have. Or do we to. still like Kansas They're City? Looking like it. I think we have to like this yeah. Ravens that the fact that Lamar threw for 180 yards and they still scored 37 points just shows how well-rounded this team is. They blew out the lions. Um, and they also, I feel like they had another big win, like a very big win. I can't, they uh, beat the Browns 28 to three. Yeah. Yeah. I so don't they, remember. They beat the Bengals in week two. Let me just oh, see yeah, if and, the Browns, that was close. That was a close one, though. But they did. They, yeah. they destroyed the Browns that game. They destroyed the Seahawks. Destroyed the Lions. Um, Lamar's now. Uh, they beat the Texans. and Yeah, that Texans win looks a little bit better now, too. Yeah, so I think yeah. Te- they're uh, They won 25-9. Texans, Bengals. That Browns team did Browns. start Doran Thompson-Robinson, though. So doesn't look Yeah, but their defense maybe. is elite. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll give that. They shut down yeah, the best defense in football now. <laughs> shut down It's number one too. scoring defense. Yeah, yeah I mean, this... Um, uh, this Ravens team, I think, is legit. I think you have to put them as the best team in the AFC as of right now, just because of how yeah. solid they've looked. Yeah, and to be honest, I do think that they should like uh, like they should have beat the Steelers. Like they lost that game more than the Steelers won, which is still like I'm mind blown how they ended up losing that game still. Uh, but you know, like those divisional matchups on the road can be tough. So yeah, this is a huge. I mean, this definitely hurts my perception on the Seahawks. You like got the division lead in the NFC West. This would be a huge statement game to show that maybe they are the best team in the NFC West. And then they get smacked by the Ravens. I know it's on the road, but Geno did not play well. This offense looked gross. The defense was terrible. The running game was really bad. I yeah, this was this hurt a lot of Seahawks stock right now. Yeah, and one one more about the Ravens where we get too much on the Seahawks. Uh, I'm looking at the top ten right now. The Ravens are now the best defense in football scoring wise, and they played 
more they played nine games and two and three both played eight. And then the Chiefs played nine games and they're the fourth best. And then the Bills are the next team without a that didn't have their bye. And they're far behind. So the Ravens like are comfortably the best defense in football right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like I, I think I'm cool saying that they are the best team in the AFC, at least playing like it right now. The Seahawks, man, like they got like the Commanders and then they got the uh, Rams, but then they got like a brutal uh, four game stretch. They do have their buy in there, but they got like they got to play San Fran twice and they got Dallas and Philadelphia in a four week span. That's Ooh. pretty brutal. Um, so we're gonna have to see some impressive wins out of Seattle. I mean, they've had some impressive wins this year, beating Cleveland, beating Detroit, um, but some of their other wins, man. I mean, like beating the Panthers, Giants, Cardinals. And I guess that Browns team with P.J. Walker, maybe not as many impressive wins as we may think. No, I think they're up there. I mean, they they clearly have more impressive wins than the Dolphins, obviously. Um, the Bengals started slow, but they seem fine now. The Chiefs have had some letdowns throughout the year. So, I mean, I, I feel comfortable saying the Ravens are, as, as of right now, the best team. Doesn't mean they're going to go on to the Super Bowl or anything. But I think as of right now, they are the most well-rounded team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then probably maybe game of the week, like entertainment-wise, was another bad beat for Dom. The Texans beating the so Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom, you want to – or excuse me, Dom, you want to explain how this was a bad beat for you? All right, so let's let's break it down. The Texans kicker, Jaime Fairbairn, hurt his quad? He hurt something. I, I don't yeah. fully know what he hurt. His quad. his quad. Okay, so he couldn't play in the second half, which forced the Texans – to go for two every single time. However, um, their backup running back. Oh, I'm gonna. I already know. I'm gonna say this wrong, and I practiced it. Ogunbowale. Ogunbowale. I think I said Ogunbowale. that right. Okay. But apparently, he played like soccer his whole life, and like he's pretty good at kicking. Drills a 30-yard field goal. They don't let him do any extra points, so the Texans go for two. I think three times or twice, and took a knee once, which is the, which is the bad beat. But the Texans somehow some way came back to win this game they scored 17 points in the fourth quarter i think they were down by double digits at one point and cj stroud looks like he is far and away the best quarterback from this past draft i think this game i think this game single-handedly won him rookie of the year i think the comp i think that award is done now because of this Mm -hmm. and um like this texans team i I don't get how they keep winning. Like, and I don't also understand how the Bucks scored 37 points and lost. I feel like that's equally as impressive, but for the wrong reasons. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know how these teams topped this game that they played because this game was so back and forth, so much emotion. And if you had Texans minus two and a half, watching CJ Stroud take a knee on the extra point it was just painful at the very end. <laughs> I'll, I'll end it at that. Yeah, definitely. I was thinking, so like, this is probably the peak of CJ Shout's hype. Second overall pick comes off maybe the uh, probably the best quarterback performance of the season. How many quarterbacks would you start a team with right now over CJ Stroud? I did this. Uh, <laughs> I think that there's like five or six guys. I'm dead serious. Well, so are we, are we factoring in like contracts and everything? I was going to say, do we want to factor in contracts? Because that would maybe make a little oh, bit no, of I'm a difference. I'm straight up factoring like just pretty much age potential and how good they are. That's it. Like not even numbers wise. I'm taking Mahomes. I'm taking Jalen Hurts. I'm taking Joe uh, I don't know if I would take Jalen Hurts. I would. I, I think would it's take, like a pure starting your team I around. Take, I, I think I would take Shroud. I think I don't know. I think I'm just. Hurts has been to a Super Bowl, dude. I don't know. I, I mean, so Hurts, is so. Joe Flacco. 
Okay, and he was elite. Not in his second year as a starter. Um, I think it's really, actually really his first year, I think. Whatever. Um, so, I had those three. And then, like... I would still take Josh Allen. I would take Lamar. I think it's a bigger question between Lamar versus Stroud than Josh Allen. I know... I don't know, dude. There's times... Josh Allen... I know, it's frustrating. He, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Josh Allen's bad. Don't get me wrong. Eh. No, I'm not, I'm not actually saying Josh Allen's bad. It's a bit... Um, there's but, too many bad quarterbacks now, dude. We got to appreciate Josh Allen for what he is. That's what I'm saying. There's too many bad... Josh Allen, there are weeks where he just looks horrible. Yeah. But, obviously, he's a guy that can win you a game 10 times over. So, you got to give him that benefit of the doubt. So, I think I... I like, And, obviously, Allen's been to a conference championship game, multiple playoff bursts. I'm not going to say I'd rather have the rookie. That's just crazy recency bias. But, he has not looked amazing this year at a lot of points. So I'll say Allen, and I don't know if I would say Herbert. Mm, I think I would still take Herbert. Well, I, right, I think so a big I'm one. I'm not taking Lawrence. I was gonna say a big one would be Trevor Lawrence. Would you prefer Trevor? Lawrence? I'm not taking Lawrence. I'm taking Stroud. I think yeah, I think I would take Stroud, but I also need to know if, in this hypothetical: Are you trying to win the Super Bowl right in this current moment, or are you giving yourself like a two-year window? Because like no, Stroud I think like look, like Stroud looks really good right now. But I think if I wanted to win a Super Bowl tomorrow, I still am taking Josh Allen over CJ Stroud, or I'm still taking no, 100%, like another yes. borderline. Like how? What's the time frame on this situation? I don't know. I think I'm pretty. I think I'm looking at what his peak can be. I think his. I think his peak can be better than like what Josh Allen is now for sure. Better than 2020 Josh Allen? That I don't know. Okay, I, I can um, understand that. But I think he's better now than Lawrence was at any point last year. I would say. And that was Lawrence's best. I'd year. agree with that. Yeah. And I think he's better. He's not better than MVP Lamar. He's, I think he's better than Herbert is has been playing, um, in any year really. I don't think I want to know the answer to this, but where's Tua fall on this? He's like the next tier below. Oh, he falls man. in. I think he might be the next guy. He's the next guy we have. I think him. And, he's the next guy we haven't said yet. Okay. Because I think I think Dak has far reached his peak, and he's yeah no Dak's like. And he and those are the next two guys. And I would say I would put Kirk above Tua, but obviously you can't right now. Where would you put Josh Dobbs on five days in a new city? Number one. Um <laughs> probably in between Lamar and CJ Stroud. No, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> I would I would probably rank him around the middle to be honest with you. Because he's he he's been he was like a bottom five QB up until forty hours ago. Yeah, so this was definitely the best like performance from a quarterback this year. Terrible O-line going into the year. Shot has been phenomenal. No running game either. Three receivers had over 100 yards. Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, and Tank Dell. So what a performance. He threw five touchdowns um, and was basically almost perfect in this game. So huge win for them. It was definitely a soul-crushing loss for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who played solid more on the offensive side of the ball. Definitely made some mistakes. Didn't really get going until basically the fourth quarter they had kind of like a weird stretch in the second half there but yeah this was a brutal loss for the bucks and that hurts dom wait no no one took the bucks to win the division right for us no, no i took the saints okay and dom took the falcons, falcons. yeah all right um well i, don't, I, I forgot who i took it. i forgot who i took it definitely wasn't the team that lost 27 13 <laughs> against the Colts. um to the Colts. yeah i have dude. a good st- i have a good staff for you once you get to it that'll make you feel better but just, just say it now us. just uh, put me like just tell me all right, so the Colts won this game 27-13. to 13. Bryce Young threw two pick sixes. Like, you can't expect a quarterback to throw a pick six in a game, let alone two pick sixes. The Panthers easily could have won this game 
if Bryce Young just like didn't throw those two picks because they still have the ball. They could have potentially scored points on those drives. Like that killed the entire game when he did that. So like, mm-hmm. yes, it was a 14 point loss, but this game was actually so much closer than it was. And I'm not just saying that because I bet on the Panthers plus two and a half. They were they were definitely or, in it more than the score looks. Or spin zone is Bryce Young that bad to where he telegraphs this pass so poorly that the defensive backs and or linebackers can read his eyes exactly and catch his passes in stride for a touchdown. I will spin zone your spin zone into that Bryce Young is putting up like an almost identical season as Trevor Lawrence's rookie year, and I'm spin zoning that because everyone was comparing him to Peyton Manning. So the book's not out yet on Bryce Young. There spin zone, spin zone, spin zone, spin zone, Urban Meyer. That's fine. All right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the Colts, uh, they go to, what are they now, four and five? Four and five, And the Panthers yep. drop to yeah. one and seven. It's just so brutal when you don't have your first round pick. I don't even want to know what that front office looks like because it's it's just brutal to watch, and it just sucks that you don't have your first round pick. And we've seen this a lot over the last couple of years as well. Like the Giants had the Bears pick when it was top ten. The Jets had – whose pick was that when they was in the top ten as well? Was that from the Seahawks from um, the Adams trade? That was the Jets with them. That was the Jets. Yeah, yeah. So the Jets it, had a top 10 pick. The Giants had yeah. a top 10 from the Bears. We saw the uh, Seahawks mm-hmm. last year have a top 10 pick from the Broncos. Uh, the, um, um, yep. And the, the Eagles Browns had... And the Texans did a while ago, too. Yeah, so it could... Yeah, it was the Miles Garrett, TJ Ward, or Baker, TJ Ward. No, Denzel Ward, not TJ yeah, Ward. Yeah, Denzel Ward. Who's TJ Ward? TJ Ward was uh, a former uh, DB. I think you added some names. Okay. He was a safety, yeah, was I'm Den- pretty sure. It was Denzel Ward. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just, I feel like we see this every year. It's just gotta be so brutal. Cause like, what are you playing for at this point? Um, but you know what? Maybe you're playing yeah. to win now. So maybe you'll, maybe they'll end up with like four wins this season. You never know. Um, yeah. wait, before we move on, I yeah, just yeah. want to talk about, cause we're talking about the Texans and the Panthers, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, one and two in the draft. I was watching Pat McAfee show on, I think it was Monday when they were overreacting and they honestly like described it perfectly. Like remember during the draft when, everyone was saying oh cj stroud is like a literal idiot like he can't even like spell his own name mm-hmm. what yeah. if that was seriously just the texans being like we found this stud quarterback that's insane let's tell everybody that he's the biggest idiot in the world so he falls to us at two because like they were saying it and i'm watching it and i'm like yeah you know what? i kind of believe that because right now it looks pretty insane yeah. but i think they clearly got the better guy because cj stroud the whole time was probably like because he no because he was saying like a lot of this like he was hinting that like there's no truth to that like that's bullshit whatever um but maybe he was like you know what i'd rather be a texan i like exactly. ryan's way more than frank reich and they have a first round pick do they have a first round pick or they no they traded it for will anderson yeah so the Cardinals that was their, their second one pick. yeah they had they had two so they do own oh, the browns okay. first round pick from the Washington this year trades, yeah. though oh so they have a 2024 first yes the browns this year and we were okay. like wait why would they do that why wouldn't they trade the browns pick and it's looking actually like it's not the worst thing in the world like it could be much worse listen the texans are what are they four, four and four, four now. Four and five, five and four. Four and four. four so and they're four. they're definitely going to be still competing for a playoff spot. I think like come December, just because of CJ yeah. Stroud. So they've done a fantastic job. Um, and yeah, not not great for the Panthers. So Tom, we'll hop to Giants Raiders. You can talk about this team if you want to. I don't even know if you do. Um, but why in two weeks from now, or now it's three weeks Sunday, the Pats Giants Tommy DeVito versus Mac no, Jones, two no. two and seven teams. Don't say why it. are tickets. No, no. I was just uh, say why it's not. I don't think it's prime time. No, no. It's one o'clock game. It's not. Why are Packers game? Why are tickets though. for like just like one twenty minimum still? Will these go down? Is this just how they work? Um. Yeah, they don't go down until like closer to the game. As a former season ticket holder, 
Um, I believe we elected to not sell our tickets to the Commanders game in 2021. The it was that was the game with the QB sneak on third down. Um, I think the tickets were six dollars, and when you sell them on like one the aftermarket, you probably net like three fifty. You owe them dollars. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if it's like because so it's the we, Pats. Uh, we, we determine we'll just we'll just eat the tickets. Yeah. I just don't know if it's because it's the Pats. Maybe they'll always stay a little bit more because like obviously they don't play each other that frequently like the Commanders would. Yeah, but if they're two and eleven, I know. And I know. It's it's brutal. So I don't get it. Maybe it's because it's like right after Thanksgiving, so people are around. But well, that's that's my follow up question. Why do you want to go to the Giants Patriots game? <laughs> uh, friends' yeah. birthday, like you're, Giants like you're fan. Home. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll enjoy my time home. Friends' birthday, Giants fan. Other friends, a uh, Pats fan. So, I'm, you don't get it very often. But, you think yeah. he wants to go to the game for his birthday? <laughs> they do. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Maybe not a hundred dollars worth, but yeah. Um, so the Giants lost thirty to six. The Raiders were smoking victory cigars in the locker room after this game, which was a little weird um, for beating the Tommy DeVito Giants. But yeah, uh, this is brutal. Daniel Jones tears his ACL. He probably, I think, like will be starting Week One next year, or at least like healthy Week One next year. You don't? Yeah, uh, I think I think they're I think they're done. With I well, think, I think he's I think gonna be like healthy. Giant is over. Uh, well, are they gonna be able to get rid of him in the off season? Well, he'll be a backup if anything. I think they're going to draft. I think I think well, there's a better chance that they trade up to number one than that Daniel Jones is the week one starter next year. Agreed. Yeah, I think he'll be on the team now because I just I don't know where else he's going to end up. Oh yeah, he has to be on the team. Yeah, he'll be the backup. But I think he'll be healthy. I think that's what they were saying. But yeah, at this point, you just hope it's either Drake May or or Caleb Williams on this team. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you just look at recent ACLs, Kyler tore his what the first weekend of December. He's yeah, like first weekend of December. Exactly. Yeah, second, so I mean, uh, second week of dis- uh, December. So yeah, last year. basically 11 months. If he really wanted to, he could have came back a few weeks ago. So you're looking at Daniel Jones coming back if he gets surgery tomorrow, like the first week of October. So we'll see how long yeah. winds up being. Yeah, so 30 to 6. I mean, I don't know much to say about the Giants here going forward. Maybe you just hope that Wandell Robinson could progress to like a wide receiver one or Jalen Hyde. Like somebody can look good throughout the next, um, what, nine games of the season. But it's brutal. There's nine games left of this Giants team. I just don't know what I would do if I was a yeah. fan. I just couldn't imagine. Uh, could we usn't like go to the Cowboys game? I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we can go. go, we can go. Uh, I, I had one question, though. You brought up Jalen Hylett. Does he have any more routes in his route tree, or is it still just a vertical? Like, does he learn to do anything else? He gets open on the vertical. They just don't throw well, it well. I know. That's all but, he runs um, <laughs> In the Bills game, he had a couple good routes. Okay. Um, he had, he had a, a big catch on that last drive. But I'm not going to sit here and um, give you – breakdown percentage no, I don't you're know good. them I also don't want to talk about it even if I did know it I'm on your right. side fire Dable <laughs> so I thought I thought I was going to pick a good upset this week I thought the Cowboys were going to beat the Eagles there was times where maybe they were going to but the Eagles end up winning 2023 I actually stopped watching this game after the Eagles um so the Giants like or no the excuse me the Cowboys it was like Shoemaker it wasn't a touchdown and then the Eagles I think had a punt and then I was like all right I'm just gonna go to the gym for this like I, I like they're gonna lose this game no way Dak's hitting a drive I checked my phone and they're already in the red zone I was like wait did they just bomb it deep to CD Lamb well they got penalties to get down there and then they basically got penalties to have like a first and long um when it was supposed to be first and goal and then it was another penalty and then it was a sack and it was just a mess final drive for the Cowboys when they were kind of I don't, I, I don't know if the pass interferences were justified or the penalties, but either way, they got down there um, via penalties and they couldn't get it done. So the Eagles beat them 2023. I think this is like four of the last five now. I, I think, like, yeah, like Eagles best team in the in the AFC or excuse me, the NFC and like the Cowboys. Like I think the NFL, I'll take them over the Ravens. Yeah, I, I, I would too. 
for sure. I, yeah, I would say best team in the NFL. Um, I'm just hoping that eventually jinxes it, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I don't think this really changed my opinion on either of these teams. I think the Cowboys are a fine team, but they're not the best team. I think the Eagles are the best team in the yeah. NFL. The f- yeah. The fact that Zach Wilson is the reason why the Eagles are not undefeated <laughs> is insane. <laughs> like, because we're, we're at the part of the season now where you see eight and one and you're like, whoa, like that's an insanely good record. Like if they could be, they could be nine and zero so easily right now. And that would be the biggest talk is what, what they start last year again. I don't remember exactly. The Eagles, uh, no, no, no. I think they were nine and zero or ten or yeah, something so like that, and they lost to the Commanders on Monday night. Yeah, so they could have started just as well this year. So they're basically on, they're on the same pace as they were last year, essentially, because that Jets game they, they could have won if they really, they really played harder. So they're doing mm-hmm. just as good as last year. However, I think their games are a little closer. Like you said, the Cowboys, they kind of, they kind of put some pressure on there at the, at the end. Yeah. So, but the Eagles had two stops. They had the, the Cowboys had two shots to win the game. The Eagles stopped them both times in Dallas, right, or at, in Philly. Yeah, like this past game. Yeah. Oh, Philly. Was it in Dallas? Philly. Okay. Yeah. Um. So they'll play again. Um. In Dallas, I believe in December. Um. If I'm correct, they play yeah December 10th. So actually about a month from now. So we'll see how that looks. Um. And yeah, like the Eagles, they'll st- keep having a tough schedule like going towards them. But hey, they're they're winning their close games. Like they beat the Dolphins. They beat the Cowboys. They got the Chiefs. Um. In a few weeks. Uh. Because they have, do have a bye this week, and then they got the Bills, Niners, Cowboys, Seahawks. Like it's still a tough stretch, yeah, but tough. they're the best team in the league, man. They might only have one loss out of those games. So. Uh, they're 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 rolling yeah. right now. Um, another game I predicted wrong. I thought the Bills were gonna beat the Bengals on the road. I don't know why I did that because I, I should have took the Bengals. Um, but yeah, Joe Burrow was great. Allen was not. Uh, the Bengals kind of dominated this game. Like Bills scored uh, in the fourth quarter to make it look a little bit better. But yeah, they, like Jamar Chase had four for forty one in this, and Joe Burrow still threw for three fifty. He really spread this ball out. Dom, is this like furthering Bills propaganda for you? Like Joe Burrow just like. What do we think about the Bengals going forward? I forgot if you were high on the Bengals going into the year. Who, me? He was. He picked him, picked yeah, him I mean, you picked him to win MVP, right? I picked, yeah, I picked Burrow to win MVP. I picked Did the Bengals pick to go to the Super Bowl. I had them I, I had them losing to the Niners. Gotcha, so, gotcha. I mean, that's fully alive now, which is crazy to say after they started uh, 0-3. 0-2. Or 0-3. Yeah, they just looked awful. Um, T. Higgins decided to show up to work today. That was nice to see, or on Sunday. That was good to see. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you mentioned it. Like the Bengals were just in full control watching the game. It never really felt like the Bills were in it. They only won by six, but the game did not feel that close. And I said in the preview, the playoff game, the Bengals controlled very easily as well when they played the Bills. The Bengals seem to play the Chiefs very well. The Bengals can beat the Ravens whenever they want to. Like everything is t- coming into their own, and like the Bengals all of a sudden are like how high? How high are we rating them? Because you can just throw out the first month of the season if you really want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have, I mean they haven't lost since then. I would I would probably put them I would put them above the Dolphins, obviously above the Bills. So I put them maybe in that the third spot with the Chiefs. Yeah, but it's like they could even be ahead of the Chiefs if you really want to make an argument because of how well they've yeah, done. Yeah, the you make weeks. the argument, but I think that for sure the top three is going to be uh is going to be those teams. Yeah, I think and so Matt, too. Your guy played pretty well this game too for Buffalo. Oh, Kincaid, man, he he did fumble, but you know what? I'll take it. Ten for eighty-one. That's three straight really good games. Can I push? He's better yeah. than Laporta. Train? Can I? Can I start doing that? Uh, I don't know about all that. Not no, till no, I, I go there yet. Not till I make my mind yeah. up. I have both of them in fantasy. I got to see which one's better. <laughs> in dynasty? No, no, just our regular league. Oh, that'd be sick. 
Um, but yeah, so huge win for the Bengals. Bills five and four. They look beatable, man. Um, it's still like they could still win the division because the Dolphins did lose in their what six and three. So it's still a possibility. Um, they'll play each other again. So we'll see if this team can kind of calm itself down and maybe um, actually play play good, consistent football throughout the remainder of the season. Uh, lastly, we did have Monday Night Football. It was not an entertaining game. Zach Wilson threw the ball 49 times. Jets lost 27-6. to um, This game was actually, I didn't think, that good. Um, and the Jets made some mistakes. CJ Uzoma, I believe, dropped the touchdown in the end zone. That's who it was. Um, and not really a running game from either team, I would say. Um, and yeah, this was more of a defensive game. Joey Bosa went off. Jets are 4-4. Four and four. Chargers are 4-4. Four and four. I wonder what 4-4 four and four team that we like better throughout the remainder of the season. Anybody have a... Chargers. Pick there. <laughs> now you're not high on the four and four Jets, man. The four and four Jets going forward with former number two pick Zach Wilson at the that offense is stagnant. Whatever Zach Wilson, it's, it's unfortunate to see. It is. You, you look at him, and I was talking to a lot of my friends that are Jets fans today. His pocket awareness is just non-existent. So like there was the one, it, it was on second down. He's like very slowly rolling out, not even rolling out, just kind of like slowly walking left. And a guy sacked him. I forgot, I forgot who it was from his from his his vision side. And I was just like, ha- like he had the ball for like six seconds. Like how did that? How do you not realize that guy is there? And then on the strip sack, he had no idea the guy was there. It's just it's sad to see because someone like Garrett Wilson, who's so talented and was probably gonna maybe have like a pushing for offensive player of the year type season, if Terry Kill wasn't doing what he was doing mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers was playing. I think he could have had like 1,500, 1,600 yards easy, but he's really being held back. Yeah, and like the Jets were, they were in trouble before this game even started. Everyone on the pregame picked the Jets to win, which in its own right is crazy. I think the more crazy thing about that, they all all, uh, predicted the Jets to win the game and score over 20 points. Like in what world are the Jets winning a quote-unquote high-scoring game? Like unless the game, unless the, the... Jets magically can score 20 points at any given night. Like, that's just not how this team works. So, the, honestly, the moment once the Chargers got up 14 nothing in the first quarter, this game kind of felt like it was like, all right, this game's over. And it essentially was. Like, you could have ended the game. could have ended the game after the first punt return two minutes into it. Because the yeah. Jets just yeah. didn't do a thing. Um, Zach Wilson sacked eight times. You mentioned his awareness. Just awful. Like, insanely bad. Um, and uh, one other thing I just wanted to mention. Like, Brees Hall... He is almost as inefficient as Rashad White and Brian Robinson. Like, he's right up there in that category. But everyone just loves to talk about him because he'll break off, like, one or two big plays a game. So I think that's just something like, to, to keep an eye on. No, I, th- I think in the, in the beginning, of the, he was really inefficient. He's been, like, he, he was a little better, but the Giants game, he wasn't that great. In this game, he wasn't great. But in the Broncos game, I want to say. He the Broncos pretty... game was his good game, but if. That was yeah. four games. That, that was, was four that games was the first ago game now. off the snap count, I think. Yeah, that was four games ago. Now you look at his past three games; he has not been efficient by any means. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But, I mean, I'll take a look at that. I was a Brees Hall A-tier running back supporter before <laughs> the season started. But I mean, all yeah. this is irrelevant because Aaron Rodgers will be back in like a week or two and just lead this team to the Super Bowl. According yeah, to him, I just don't know why they didn't give up like a a sixth rounder for Josh Dobbs, like or even take a flyer on Wentz. I don't know why they're just gonna roll with Wilson until Rodgers maybe comes back, which I don't think he's gonna come back. Is so yeah. So like. Speaking of that, like, why is Robert Sala being, like, praised when he's the only guy that can make the decision to, like, change the offense and he just refuses to do anything to change the offense? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why he's, like, so kept on wanting to play Zach Wilson when this team is underachieving with him. 
I don't know. Maybe he thinks it's good for his development, but he, uh, we haven't seen really any linear development. No, out of I him. think his development's already capped. I don't think he's getting much better. Which stinks because um, he was a really talented my, prospect coming out of BYU. So it sucks that it's like basically. Uh, a dump I mean, I, he was talented. I'm not sure if he was like you know he he was no he he should not have picked number two. He should not have been number two. I mean, out of um, all the quarterbacks in that class, where would you say he's at? Like, I, I don't. I don't think any of them should have went that high. That's the thing. Like, there was so much talent in that top, in that draft to where. None of the other quarterbacks could have went top ten, and it would have been fine. Hindsight twenty twenty. Like if you put yeah. Devonte Smith, if you put Micah Parsons, if you put Christian Darrisaw, like all these. But we were never that saying that at that time. The, I know, but I'm saying, but I'm saying how the draft turned out. Like it's it, like if you look back now, it's saying, oh, what quarterback should have went there? It's no, what player should have went there? Like Micah Parsons should have went there. That's who should have went there. I mean, I guess you like the Jets mean? could have traded down, but they needed a quarterback. Like they weren't going to roll with basically Sam Darnold again. He's been just as he's been better than Zach Wilson has been, I'd say. I mean, I guess, but uh, it's tough to say. But the thing with how the offense, like you said, is so like for Salah just not making decisions. I think there's no one in that building that has the ability to like change that offense besides Aaron Rodgers. Because I think Hackett was brought in just because Rodgers wanted him, and Rodgers would be like, he's not going to tell me what to do, so just bring him there and I'll come. You know what I mean? So I don't think that Hackett really was planning on having to win games, like, have to, planning to have to turn Zach Wilson into a quarterback that will win games. He was like, all right, Aaron will kind of just run the show here. Like, I don't really got to do much. Don't you hate when the coaches have to turn the quarterback into someone that can win games instead of them just being able to win games? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, it must you know, be tough. another guy who uh, coached his team in New Jersey just doesn't really like coaching up his players. He just wants to coach not to lose instead of to win, but we will talk about that another time. Yeah. So that's our reaction to the week nine games. Now let's eliminate a team from the playoffs, something we're going to be doing every week throughout the remainder of the NFL season. Dom, do you have the list to give off the teams we have fully eliminated so far? Yep, it's the Bears, Cardinals, Panthers, Raiders, which I'm a little little scared Ooh, about, okay. just a little bit. Alec Pierce, uh, or not Alec Pierce, Antonio Pierce, we were not uh, taking that into our model when we made that I mean, He's uh, four, four and five, and they play the Jets this week. They could be five and five. Um, the Giants, the Broncos, the Patriots, and the Colts. So we've done eight teams so far. Mm, the Colts too won this so week. So I think who was it was the Rams Packers game yeah, and the Rams uh, lost. I think we just kind of stick. We go with the Rams here. Um, they're definitely they're not catching Seattle. And I'm counting in the NFC. Um, one, two, three. I mean, we could do the other four. team would be Tennessee. I think I. Yeah, but I think there's a better chance that. I think Tennessee's so schedule. The Rams is easier, are two games out of the last wild card right now. I think is that where they sit. Tennessee, like if you look at five, uh, if you look at no, Tennessee's schedules, schedule, they. Pl- I mean, they play the Texans. They play the Colts. Like they control their debt. Like they're teams that they could beat on that day. Like yeah. that's why. Like if the Rams, if Stafford's done, or, or if he's hurt for a little bit, like they're done. They're they ain't winning yeah. with Carson Wentz. He is going to be back there next I'm game, gonna... but yeah, I don't know how consistent he's going to be. I think I'm comfortable taking. Dude, their schedule's the not Titans that hard. The Titans' strength of victory is far better than the Rams. Is the Titans' strength of victory? They the teams they beat is five five twenty, which is really good. The Rams is three eighty five. The Rams' schedule's not so, too tough. They really they gotta just play got them. Their whole division though, they got to play what the Niners one more time or one, in one San more time Fran. and Seattle. So that's two losses right there. I think I don't think they beat Seattle a second time. They, they can beat Seattle at home. I think they got to play the Ravens, but they got the Commanders, Browns, Cardinals. Saints, Giants. I don't know. I this think I'm. Tough. I think I'm good. This, with this Rams, is our first really tough one. I think I'm good I'm with fine. the Rams over the Titans. I'm fine putting the Rams here too. Just because they have one more loss too. Okay. Well, I have another counterpoint for you. The Titans play the Bucks this week. 
I'll be at the game. It's gonna be gross. Um, both teams are three and five, so the loser mm-hmm. of that game would be three and six. They would be prime candidate for next week. So something to think about as well. Yeah. All right. So let's go. Let's go, Rams. You heard that? the Rams. All right. So we're gonna eliminate the Rams. It's gonna get tougher each week. I think. I think I'm not too worried about the Colts making the playoffs. I would say Vegas and Denver maybe are two sneaky teams that could make it. I think we're fine with all our NFC picks. Um, like New England's done. All the NFC picks are done. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I don't even think Indy's going to make the playoffs. I think it's really just the if, like the Raiders or the Broncos made a yeah. run. Um, but I like where we're at right now. Because for the AFC, at least like on paper, we, we're not going to eliminate any AFC North team until we have to. We're probably not going to win. Yeah, I, we might never have to. We're going to hold off on probably Jacksonville and Houston. And then Kansas City, obviously, no. And the Chargers will probably hold off on. And then Bills and Dolphins. Like, we have the Jets in and our back Jets. pocket. Yeah. Like, we're going to use the Jets. We're probably going to – I think we're still going to eliminate the Texans when the time comes. So, I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we're in a good position right now. It could be a lot worse. Um, and, yeah, like, we could eliminate the loser of Bucks. Titans, but obviously that gets into the Bucks weak division thing. But hey, that's something we'll worry about next week. Um, so yeah, that pretty much wraps up the episode. Hope you guys did enjoy. If you're on YouTube, we'd appreciate it if you dropped a thumbs up and subscribe if you're not already. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leaving a rating, rating or review, we would appreciate it a lot. So yeah, thank you guys all for watching and listening. And we'll see you guys in the week 10 preview in a few days. So catch y'all there. Peace.